I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. When people talk about the Bible's twin sin cities, top billing always goes to Sodom. Some balance may be restored, though, by the extraordinary Italian film Gomorrah. The title is a play on words, one that's justified by the timeless nature of the evil under scrutiny. Matteo Garoni's dark epic is based on a book of the same name by Roberto Saviano, and it dramatizes the contemporary workings of the Camorra, the criminal empire that plagues the southern regions of Naples and Caserta. It's a vision of criminality as a vast miasma that has settled on whole cities and industries, spawning violence as it spreads. The story's a far cry from Fellini finding poignant uplift in the slums, but the dramatic structure is complex and the sense of tragedy is momentous. The film's aesthetic flows from the austere traditions of Italian neorealism. The slums are seen always at an emotional distance as beehives of striving, not a lot of it strictly legal. And the Camorra's reach into industries as different as garbage removal and high fashion is traced with almost anthropological ambition. In one of the five narrative strands, a master tailor urges garment workers to do their work with love. He meets a terrible fate. In another, a manufacturer negotiates with a crooked trucking executive for disposing of his factory's highly toxic waste. He says his only concern is that the disposal be clean. If there's a single scene that speaks for the bleak hole, it's a vista of a giant quarry where monster trucks dump the waste secretly and illegally. The Gomorrah touches everything in Gomorrah, and it leaves nothing clean. Joaquin Phoenix has been saying that he plans to quit acting and devote himself to his music career. Here's hoping for a change of heart. His performance in Two Lovers is an inspired work by a superb actor in an elegantly grave romantic drama. James Gray's fourth feature takes the form of a love triangle with a broken line on one side. That's Leonard Cratator, who's in his 30s and lives with his parents in the Brighton Beach section of Brooklyn. Leonard can be charming enough to pass himself off as an integrated personality, and his dilemma might sound like a familiar one, how to choose between an alluring neurotic with a drug habit, that's Gwyneth Paltrow's Michelle, who lives in his building, and an attractive, earnest friend who thinks she loves him. That's Vanessa Shaw's Sandra. But Leonard can't make choices. He can hardly find a coherent self in the fragments of his fractured psyche. So he darts and lurches from one woman to the other, enamored and unmoored. At first, the setup seems unlikely in the extreme. Gorgeous Gwyneth doesn't look like a tenant in Leonard's musty apartment house. But the subject is fateful and plausible obsession. There's one marvelous silent moment when Leonard leans over Michelle as she sleeps and he inhales her breath. Gwyneth Paltrow has never been more intriguing on screen or more audacious. She plays Michelle as a radiant child with thwarted ambitions and insatiable needs. It's perfectly clear why Leonard can't resist her. On his side, nothing is clear, and that's the genius of Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Rather than familiar symptoms of some specific craziness, Leonard presents eerie furtiveness, sporadic charisma, body language with scrambled syntax and broadband passion that can't be channeled. It's a fearsome spectacle. I'm Joe Morgenstern, The Wall Street Journal's film critic. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.